Hello, and welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, and today we're talking about magic in the water. Oh boy. (laughs) Goodness gracious, this was a... An adventure. This was a movie that happened. I'm going to go out on a limb and say out of all the animals, make friends with little girls or boys movies in the 90s that we've watched, this is the worst one. Yeah, or at least like the most dull. Yes, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I'm trying to think. We have Flipper and Andre mm-hmm. and Fly Away Home mm-hmm. and Free Willy, of course. I, th- I think it's I think it's a valid conclusion that this is the la- the worst of those or the most dull, at least of those. Yeah, nineties, yeah, nineties animal animal best friend movies. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of the same tropes. Oh my gosh, so many! It was um, well, it was notable because it had like some strangely decent people in it. Well, people mm-hmm. who have turned out. To be good to actors. Be quite good actors, yes. Yeah. Well, um, but that's Mark, one of our tropes. Yeah, it's true. Joshua Jackson is in this movie. In this movie. And also Mark Harmon, who was actually pretty good, because he had to, like, have a lot of range in that movie. I know. It kept, like, the movie was so dull, but he kept, like, smiling with his dimples, and I'm like, I can't look away. <laughs> so cute. Um, do you want to give a little summary of this movie for people who don't? know about it no yeah um so there's this girl and her teenage brother as stated joshua jackson basically right before he's about to get soups famous move from one lake to a creek um are picked up by their ridiculously like hard-hitting acidy kind of dad in seattle can't tell but there's pretty major air quotes there um and drive to generic canada yeah <laughs> like northern canada and um for like a four-week summer vacation but he just wants to work the whole time even though he apparently didn't write an outline for this book that he wanted to write in four weeks and just stares at his blank uh, laptop or netbook basically um and ignores them she discovers that there is a lake monster called orky and it's a legend, but it's also an indigenous legend. And they actually do pretty well on that end um, with the indigenous uh, stuff. They, again, yeah. another trope, very similar to Free Willy. Um, but they don't... Yeah, the, the, indigenous, the indigenous representation wasn't great, but it was better than Free Willy. Which isn't saying much. <laughs> no, but it was better that like, as soon as I saw that there was going to be I was like oh um mm. but it actually was okay um so yeah good job anyway there's a monster and father's not paying attention to her and then there's a magical thing in the lake that is sparkly and is basically a wave and she's like oh and then it eats the middle of her oreos and I was really glad that I had oreos <laughs> at my house while I was watching this because I craved oreos so bad obviously this movie was brought to you by Oreos. That's probably what paid Mark Harmon's salary. Um, and they're bad guys. They're literally dumping toxic waste in the lake, just like like four of the other 90s animal movies we watched. Basically, <laughs> and, yes. Um, it's making 
the monster's sick, but then there's also this group of people who have been taken by Orky, and it's like this, like a joke play mm-hmm. on uh, alien abduction. And then Mark Harmon digs a hole and a bunch of stuff, and uh, it has nothing to do with the hole, but he gets taken by Orky to help save his daughter. Um, and it completely yeah. changes his personality. Oh, yeah, then he digs the hole. Sorry. <laughs> um, so then. They're trying to figure out what's wrong with him, and then the nice, meaning doctor woman takes him away because he's yeah, and she's giving them all like sedatives to like stop them from yeah, like remembering their crazy dreams of Orky and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So then the kids have to save the day with the help of the aforementioned indigenous old man who's also been given sedatives but then he sneaks them and switches them out for like weird pilled sugar yeah which is funny but strange that that exists and then he teaches them about the legend of orky and how and actually some pretty decent indigenous Mm -hmm. uh stories and then they go and rescue their father oh and there's the bad guys are building like or have built a like fake orky to distract everybody and make them think that it's always been a fake thing so that they like people stop coming to their town and looking for orky so that they can continue to dump toxic waste in the lake. Yeah. And so then they find that plan out and then they end up in the fake orky to mess it up. And then they get trapped in there at the bottom of the lake and uh, survive for an unreasonable <laughs> amount of time. Um, and then the real Orky comes and saves them, and it's all very magical, and then they end up in a cave where Mark Harmon also is because mm-hmm. he fell through the bottom of this big hole. Um, and then they get rescued. Yeah. And then the reporters want to go down the big hole, but, oh yeah, Orky dies. Oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the reporters want to go down the big hole, and she doesn't want them to see him, so she does magic, but also the indigenous man does some chanting and it's very confusing to me as to who's doing the magic yeah. she also just looks like she's she great. being the little girl um not orky so that's yeah the little girl um and then lightning yes. comes and strikes the hole twice and the hole collapses and, and fills away. in yeah um, it, and then the hole fills better yeah uh, and then they'll never be able to find the cave again i don't know why can't somebody just yeah big, and then another hole? at the very uh, end anyway. she leaves like she's She's sad, and so she leaves more Oreos for Orky, and the filling gets mm-hmm. eaten again, like at the beginning. So, therefore, there was more than one Orky. Or Orky's still alive. Who knows? Anyway, there's also the Japanese scientists who wanted to study him, and there's an adorable little kid yes. who uh, follows her around. He is very he's cute. There sometimes, and he's there's super cute. much confusion, um, mainly by Joshua Jackson's character, that... Yeah, but it like it starts off, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they're Mark Harmon's like we're gonna dig a hole to China, and I need your help. And then later, the kid, the Japanese kid, is like running along the beach and falls into the hole. And then as Joshua Jackson's character comes up, the kid like comes mm-hmm. out of the hole and he freaks out. So, like, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it's but very funny. But also at that point, he's got a Japanese flag on his yeah. shirt, and I'm just like, Casey. No like kidding. Flags. Don't you ever watch the Olympics? No kidding. Jeez. <laughs> also, the <laughs> Japanese flag is one of the easiest yes. ones to remember. Yes. Very simple. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that's the story. Um, it uh, unsurprisingly 
taking place in Seattle and Northern Canada, was filmed in and around mostly Vancouver. Uh huh. And then I think the lake they used, sometimes it wasn't the lake, it was uh, up really close to where Lindsay grew up. It was like the power station up Indian Arm, which is um, just like sort of, mm-hmm. I don't know directions, west, east of East, east of Vancouver, like southeast east. of Vancouver. Vancouver. Northeast of Vancouver. Northeast of yeah. Vancouver. Um, Northeast. Yeah, there's like a little inlet that goes yeah. way up. It's like connected to the ocean. Um, and yeah, so there, it, yeah, there's a power station there and that's the lake. But most of the rest of the time, like and all the cottage and cabin and, and stuff was in um, a town called Caslow, which is on the Lake Kootenai um, in southeastern British Columbia, which I don't know if you've looked at a map, but... In the grand scheme of northern Canada, it's very not north. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Not at all. <laughs> it's probably like a two-hour drive from the border. <laughs> Maybe four, but like, yeah. Um, there is the, also the part where there's the majestic music playing and they're driving on the uh, Sea to Sky Highway. And I'm like, yes. It's yeah, it's, and it's the highway it's to, the to Whistler. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and it's very majestic because they're like, look mm-hmm. at this highway. This is You, you could get to Caslow like. that way, but it's the bad anyway, way to go. It's... <laughs> yeah um some of you if you have no idea what we're talking about that highway has also been in i think all three of the first x-men so you know watch it again and you'll see yeah so that was fun to see there was those were the main like vancouver bits other than just like the generic like you know very the same kinds of neighborhoods that are always used in everything like the house seemed a lot like the same neighborhood as something else that we did for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Well, it looked a little bit, because of the um, generic shot that they did, it looked a little bit like uh, Actually Free Willy, which is um, actually filmed in Oregon. Um, right. So oh, maybe that. Maybe that's what I was but thinking. I think that was just happenstance. It all... Um, the house actually it looked oh, a lot yeah. like... Oh, yeah. No, it was definitely like up the hill in Coquitlam. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Yeah. So... Which is fine because it's that's near the power station. None of you who except who live here know what we're talking about, but we're going to continue to talk about that, and we're going to talk about the Ogo Pogo. What? Yeah. So about four hours from Vancouver, there is a lake called the Okanagan, and in the Okanagan there is an Ogo Pogo, which is in the same vein as the Loch Ness monster, and I, I'm sure there's other like local myths, but we're both super familiar with Ogo Pogo because that's. Yeah. Oh, oh, we can't forget. Yeah, Winnie. there's one in the Lake Winnipeg. I don't know. I don't know which one. Well, like Loch Ness has been around for a pretty long time. I was looking on Wikipedia. Ogopogo, um, the word, the, the, ner- the term Ogopogo was first printed in 1926 in the, in the newspaper, the Vancouver province, but um, might have been used as early as 1912. All over in this Wikipedia, though, I don't really trust it because it talks about being referred to by the pet name Ogie, which I have never heard in my whole life of literally spending like no, entire either. summers on like right on the lake. Um, so no locals call it Ogie. Maybe that's like the touristy thing. I don't know. Um, apparently there's like a song. There's also some um, indigenous myths around like different like water demons and things that live in the lake. Um, I don't really know uh, it. What like whether Ogopogo or any of that is based on the indigenous myths or whatever. Um, 
Oh my gosh, I'm just reading. So in the 1980s, a local tourism agency, which I totally remember this, offered a cash reward for a proven sighting of the beast. And then Greenpeace announced that the beast must be mm. filmed and not captured um, and was listed as, as an endangered species. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, uh. Yeah. Yeah. And like all this was like fueled also because the Okanagan Lake is... Um, it's a really long, skinny lake that's super, super, super deep. It's from like a glacial action. So it's kind of like a fjord that's been cut off from the ocean. So it's super deep um, and like really, I think it's really like complex and convoluted underwater. So, you know, like it's not just like a straight valley full of water. It's like really messed up. And so they, there's always like speculation that there could be like caves underwater and all these things that, you know, a giant um ogopogo could live in for thousands of years or something or millions of years i don't know um yeah i don't know i'm just i'm on the loch ness monster wiki page now and oh my god it is long oh so okay so there's all these other ones so there's the igopogo that's meant to live in lake simcoe in ontario loch ness monster obviously manny pogo which is in lake manitoba what that's i don't think what they call it um Another one, Memphray in another lake in Quebec. Um, Selkie said to live in the swamps of what is now Chilliwack. I don't think so. Um, yeah. Anyways, I think there's a lot of like very local uh, lake monsters. <laughs> but yeah, we had one mm. um, when we were at Camp Sassmet. Um, we just made up that there was a lake monster in there. I don't even know who gave it a name. Now I think we should have called it Sassy. But yeah after camp assessment but <laughs> or lake assessment also yeah <laughs> it's um it was like it was literally like Indeed. a bunch yeah. of eight-year-olds making it up so because we were on a lake and we're like sure <laughs> the main things that are like the rationalizations around lake monsters or at least for the okanagan are things like um, birds, otters, or beavers, but also river otters, I think, or like um, mink. Anyways, like all these like mustelid things that swim. Um, and like if they swim in a row and they like are coming up to breathe, like it could look like the undulating of a sea serpent. I don't really know. No, yeah, there's definitely lots of things. People see um, all sorts of mirages on water. Like I see things from far away when I'm uh, running near the water, I'm just like, wait, what? And then I get close. I'm like, no, that was just another bird doing something weird. The Okanagan, because it's like such a the shape it's in, it gets water spouts like all the time. Um, so mm. yeah, like water spouts are like not an unusual thing to see on the lake. Um, so that's always a possibility. Also, like make up stories to scare kids. And... Yep, exactly. And then also then to have tourists. Um, so yeah, like. No one, no one would know about Loch Ness. Yeah, it's exactly. Uh, but it is really big. I was looking. I'm on this. I'm on the Loch Ness page now. Um, it's the second largest loch by surface area, and it's the greatest depth um, and largest by volume in the British Isles. The steepest point is 230 meters. Um, so it's also pretty deep. I don't know how deep does the Okanagan get. Maximum depth is 232 meters. Maybe that's what it is. You have to have a maximum depth of 230 plus or minus two in order to have a lake monster. Science! Who knows? 
Lake monsters. Yeah, so lake monsters. If you want to look into Nessie, I encourage you to go to the Wikipedia page because there's a lot. Um, no. We are not going to talk about that, except that she exists. Probably. Sure. Why not? Yeah. And there are people are discovering new species all the time. Um, most of what we wanted to talk about in this movie, other than the ridiculousness of it, is, is Orky meant to be a mammal or a reptile? And it's a bit unclear, but I lean towards reptile mainly just because she's really big and yeah like there aren't Mm -hmm. any there's no known freshwater mammals that like are that big and also that didn't come from the lake from the and that yeah yeah sorry if like freshwater like marine mammals type things that live in freshwater other than the river dolphins that have gotten to the river from the river being connected to the ocean. Yeah, and those are much more estuarian as opposed to these, which are big, deep glacial Yeah, lakes. so the Okanagan does have um, land or, like, freshwater-trapped salmon. They're called kokanee, and they're, they're, like, genetically very similar to salmon that are in rivers and the ocean, and, like, off the Pacific coast. But these ones are in rivers and the lake. Um, there's, like, super mm-hmm. endangered... Uh, or threatened or whatever yep, but because they're only in one mm-hmm. lake yeah, i think they're in a few lakes actually but they i think they're in a few now too but yeah it's all very confusing and people get them confused with trout um yes and salmon is a hotbed issue it's all around the world i mean all around the bc um, um whereas like there were uh ichthyosaurs and other like aquatic reptiles back in the times of dinosaurs and based on like what um, orky looks like seems more reptile-y like yeah i think it's like definitely has an ichthyosaur shape um it doesn't like it's not the same kind of shape as like your sea serpent um as like what i imagine nessie and i know at least what the statues in the parks in the okanagan um say that yeah uh, they're more Poco looks like which is serpentine serpent. yeah yeah kind of thing so this one kind of i would say an ichthyosaur uh, or something along those lines it's got less scary teeth than whatever that one was in jurassic world oh the mosasaur but, yeah yeah but there's but, lots of different ichthyosaurs yeah um i do think that they were also marine but they were longer ago enough that i can like hand wave around that mm-hmm. for some reason well also because yeah, no the, like Lake Okanagan, when sea levels were really high, would have been, I think, like maybe connected to the ocean. I don't really know. Um, yeah, seems I don't unclear. Know I mean, it's and it's yeah. part of like a whole interconnected system of lakes and rivers and stuff. So, like, it is it is connected to the ocean, but and been trapped and then lived forever, like the megalodon. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I do like the fact that they leave it open that there could have been more than one. I think mainly they were leaving it open in case this movie, like, did super well at the box office and they could make um, Magic in the Water returns. I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Magicker in the water. Um, yep. But I'm, more magic in more water. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure this movie did not do well. No, it got horrible reviews and the um, somebody referred to Orky as an Ashen Barney, mm. uh, which I thought was pretty funny and also on point and also yeah. very 1995. True um, fact. But 
Yeah, and like it's one of those things where it's 1995. Uh, everybody wants to do animatronic CGI stuff because it's 1995 and it's very exciting. Um, some of it goes well and some of it does not. It didn't lose money at the box office, so that's good. But it didn't even like it cost like one around 1.5 million dollars to make, and it grossed 2. 7 million dollars so it didn't do great yeah and they probably it didn't cost a lot location wise no no totally um they found a beach on lake castle and (laughs) yeah it um i wouldn't even say like it wasn't as bad as i feared it could have been no that's fair i think like it wasn't as bad and definitely was less offensive in a lot of ways and that might because it was a not a real animal so it was less ridiculous in that aspect of that's true these kinds of movies so maybe that was part of it but it was also the plot was just so weird yeah it it like just had grabbed bits of plot from a bunch of other movies and tried to put them together maybe yeah it was very strange and i don't know it was yeah yeah it was it did not hold my attention. No. Um, um, Mark Harmon held my attention, but that was it. Yeah. Um, what other biology things do we have to talk about in this movie? Oh, the sounds, maybe for Orky, oh. or maybe just like general atmosphere of the film. Yeah. Unknown. They were just like humpbacky, vaguely whale sounds. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like somebody bought the humpback sound CD and they're like, this is our soundtrack. Yeah, basically. Um, basically. Yeah. Also, while they were driving, um, there was a couple random shots, or like when they pulled into town, there was like random shots of toads or frogs. Yeah, I can't remember. It was really I it was weird. a species that looked familiar, but I didn't. Um, I didn't take a photo, so I for, I haven't looked it up. But they were a hundred percent not local. They were like tropical yeah. frogs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with yeah, potentially like Central South American. Um. Yeah. yeah, so that was very strange, and I think it was supposed to make it ominous. I think that's what they were or going Or, like, for. there's something weird in this town. Is it eating all the frogs? Because frogs are here? Possessing all the frogs? I don't really know. Um, yeah, there there would be frogs in the Kootenays. Like, yep, yeah. of course there is. <laughs> and toads. I, it, it was very strange. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, I'm glad we watched this movie. I had never watched it before. Did you watch it as a kid? Yeah, we really enjoyed it for some reason. Um, we were, like our favorite part was definitely the part where he fell in the hole and Joshua Jackson thought that he had come from China. Yes. That, um, that part was like actually quite charming and funny. It was, yeah, it was very charming and hilarious. And then, um, so that was that, like, that's the scene I remember the most. That and Oreos is what I remember. Yeah, I had not watched this movie as a child. Um, I don't really know why. I would have been like... But uh, I also don't know why I watched it. Yeah. So I guess it was just at the video store. Yeah, and like Joshua Jackson's in it, and mm-hmm. it. I don't know. I do remember like the marketing for it and just okay. never getting around to it, I think, until... Well, it was 1995. You... I was like 14. Yeah. Yeah. 13 yeah Yeah. you would probably just would have watched it for joshua jackson yeah exactly and i think by the time i saw it at the video store i don't know i just it was like oh it's a kid's movie with joshua jackson meh Mm -hmm. yeah if i was 14 at the video store and wanted to watch a movie with joshua jackson in it i'd watch mighty ducks um let's all be honest here yeah and i think probably i might not have even noticed it until like 
I remember the marketing, but not necessarily like the, when the when the movie came out. I might remember the mm-hmm. poster or the just seeing it yeah. on the shelf at the movie store. Um, yeah. And maybe yeah. the poster was just up in the Okanagan somewhere that you saw because they were like, "Look, this movie." Oh, maybe. Um, like that could have been I it. Don't know. Like, it could have just been like hanging in you know one of those like general stores that you yeah. go in on we didn't, you're in lake vacations. Yeah, we didn't. Well, I guess we didn't did. go places because we were staying at my granny's house and yeah, like, there was you. You didn't camp in the Okanagan. No. Know? No, we, yeah. yeah, my granny, when we were little, lived basically, like, up a steep driveway from the lake, so, and we would go for, like, two weeks, um, but, it, especially, like, by the time I was 14, we didn't go for as long, um, yeah, yeah, because, like, I was, working. I don't know, I, don't know. I have no explanation, yeah, but. it was weird, but, you know, I'm, I'm not sad that I didn't watch it, um, and I'm not yeah. sad that we watched it for this, like, I think it was interesting, mm-hmm. it was a good one to cross off the list, and yeah. I also wouldn't recommend it <laughs> no that is correct i would recommend many other movies starring joshua jackson indeed um indeed and and yeah and like if you're looking for like movies that have this trope like i think andre and oh andre was definitely the best and um well, flyway Fly home. home yeah andre and flyway home i think i think this was better than flipper it was less mm. it was more boring than flipper but it was less terrible than flipper yeah that's kind of what it is yeah um, so like flipper was more engaging mm-hmm. but mostly because of how terrible it is yeah it was oh <laughs> whereas this one was just like meh like it's not offensive yeah. in most ways it's no. just yeah yeah like it, it would be hard to have a strong feeling about this movie exactly <laughs> which i'm sad i was like oh it's filmed here it's got some good people in it Maybe it'll be ridiculous and hilarious. No. 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 Very sad. Oh, well. Oh, well. You live and you learn. Um, Mm -hmm. If you have other suggestions of movies with this trope, because apparently it's our thing that we do occasionally. Yep. uh, You should hit us up on social media at Nature Finds a Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can check out our website, naturefindsapod.com. And while you're there or while you're on your podcast app, uh, leave us a rating or a review and help other people find our ridiculous podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And once you are able to travel in a safe manner, you should go to the Okanagan because it has many lakes that is great and also has many grapes Mm. or adult beverages that are also very great. Indeed. Highly recommend Okanagan. Five stars. (laughs) I also give Joshua Jackson... Five stars. <laughs> this is my new rating. <laughs> I'm going to put it at the end of every episode. I like it. No. <laughs> um, in two weeks, it will be spooky time. And we're just going to lean right into it for the entire month of October. So get ready. Um, we will be watching Gremlins. Spoiler alert for the first time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. See you then. Yay. Bye. Bye.